One, this, and this, he pressed a few keys. And blam. Oh. Well after all that. Marvel, was the prompt. It was one of a team, or rather the head end to the team. Login cryo. Pass, gazing. Dollar. Oh cash money, and X windows began to swim into view, switching video modes like it was 1999. 1152 by 928. Wait. Okay here we go. Pop pop pop, dizzle. It was loading bitmaps and changing the color palette to match them easily. 256 colors it had, or 216, or whatever was grayed out. It became apparent to Q that this box had finished its job three years ago. Ever since then it sort of went a little nuts and started generating nudes of Terry Hatcher like in 3D stereoscopes and fractals, or some such nonsense. Wild. That must have been the Superman reference from before. He looked down at the fob, still plugged in, and its light had changed to red and began to warble. His arm was hot too, leftover chip and all, or so he imagined he remembered. There was no chip. Or was there? If there was it probably melted but... Oh. He raised his hand and the screen turned white. Wave wave. The screen flicked black and white to a cadence. Not Morse. Barcode maybe. Wave wave. Zero zero. Zero one. One zero. Zero zero one. Black. Well that's highly non-usable. Q outstretched his hand and the screen turned red and then black and then began drawing a wormhole wire mesh. Jesus. Okay tap tap, he typed in a few commands he remembered, and one that couldn't fail, or. So he joked to himself from five years, ago, dollar fail. All the boxes lit up again, and hard drives began to whir and spinning the fiber on each box lit. A little blue LED seed had custom installed with fans to make sure they worked when they were supposed to fail. Yep that failed in the right direction. He switched the screen to the network interface and watched all the interfaces come up and bond into three virtual interfaces, connected now worldwide fiber coming in from Europe, Asia, and the rest of the Americas. Oh Scotland joined this time. Crap. He mocked himself. There was a tap at the center door. All right, we're back with another edition of Sounds from the Street. I am your humble host, TJ Aisha. So excited to be with you guys again. Two straight weeks in a row. Uh, what a treat. And uh, still trying to get the Amadeus to record. That's always important because you never know what's going to happen, right? Technology is kind of finicky these days, so it's always good to have a backup to the backup. There we go. For some reason, and when you hit record, you have to hit record more than once. So always good to double check your work, right? Well, anyways, Infirmities is here. Um, I tra traveled all the way up north here to a town called San Francisco, uh, the Mission District to be exact, and we're so excited to have them. Uh, while they get set up, uh, I'm going to read some music news for you guys. Um, some of you might be interested, some of you might not care, depending on what year it is. Uh, every year they add uh, inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, so this year year. Uh, the reason why I'm reading it to you is because many of these artists have, uh, you know, I've played them on the show or I've seen them live, so I thought it was worth mentioning some of them. So in the performer category is Tina Turner, Carol King, The Go-Go's, Jay-Z, 
Foo Fighters, and Todd Rundgren. Pretty run-of-the-mill, right? Um, I guess you could say Jay-Z is one of the newbies for that one. And let's see, the Early Influence Award. Uh, Craftwork is at the top there. Saw them a couple years ago at the Fox Theater. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, after that is Charlie Patton and Gil Scott Heron. Uh, for the Musical Excellence Award, LL Cool J, Billy Preston, and good old Randy Rhodes are nominated. And then for the Amit Erdogan Award uh, is Clarence Avant. So that's going to be pretty awesome. I guess it's the 36th annual version of the event. I know I've watched it several times when the Ramones were inducted, the Talking Heads, uh, you know, s several other artists, I guess you could say. Even the Sex Pistols were inducted, I think, or they at least they tried to. Um, let's see. But you can uh, listen to it or watch it on October 30th of this year, 2021, at 8 p.m. Uh, or you can, you know, go to Cleveland and see if you can get in. <laughs> you know, some people might do something crazy like that. But whatever, now you know who's who's inducted, and uh, you want to take a look at that if you have a chance. And some other new music news for you guys. Let's see, Spotify founder Daniel Eck, Daniel Eck, Eck, says his bid for Arsenal has been rejected. I remember seeing on the news recently uh, people who are... Uh, fans out there were protesting against it, which was pretty awesome. Actually, there's a lot of protests going on in Europe right now. There's a lot of protests against like the lockdowns and things of that nature. Uh, but according to Daniel, he says, I respect their decision, but remain interested and available should that situation ever change. Spotify founder Daniel Eck has revealed that Arsenal FC has rejected his bid to buy the club last month after thousands of angry fans amassed outside the club's Emirates Stadium amid the fallout from the proposed European Super League. Eck said he would be interested in buying Arsenal if it ever went up for sale. As a kid growing up, I've cheered for Arsenal as long as I can remember. He wrote on Twitter at the same time, if KSC would like to sell Arsenal, I'd be happy to throw my hat in the ring. Uh, this evening, May 15th, Eck released a statement on Twitter to deny inaccurate reports that he hadn't made an offer for the club. This week, an offer was made to both Josh Kronken and their bankers that included fan ownership, representation at the board, and a golden share for the supporters, he wrote. They replied that they don't need the money. I respect their decision, but remain interested and available should that situation ever change. Uh, Eck, who founded Spotify in 2006, is estimated to be worth 3.4 billion pounds. Reportedly recruited Arsenal legends Thierry Henry, Patrick Vieira, and Dennis Bergkamp in a bid to buy the club from uh, Beligerd. I think that's how you say that. Uh, Beligerd owner Stan Kronk. According to Sky Sports, Eck is open to the idea of having fan representation on the Arsenal board, including the concept of giving supporters a golden stare, which would provide influence in key decisions. X takeover plans were also met with hostility from musicians like Tim Burgess, who suggested that X fixed Spotify's oft-criticized model of paying artists before he ventures into sports ownership. 
Meanwhile, over 180 musicians have signed an open letter taking a stand against Spotify's speech monitoring, pa speech monitoring patent. Wow, that was a lot to say. Uh, <laughs> the streaming company had a patent approved earlier this year for a piece of technology that can monitor and record both users' speech and background noise to help curate music for Spotify users. And there's a lot of other you know, music news, but as you know, I always go to Enemy first, but sometimes um, Crystal used to choose Pitchfork and Consequence of Sound, so I might mix it up a little bit more, but those are some of the the interesting hits I thought you guys should know about. And um, I guess, oh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess we can talk a little bit more about what's going on. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited that I got to run into Pam Benjamin today. <laughs> I know she might be listening right now. But um, yeah, no, it's just great to, you know, her, uh, her and I started at Mutiny when it was uh, Pirate Cat Radio. Uh, back in the day, and it's so great that we're still around, um, you know, champions of free speech out here in the uh, liberal left wing of the country. <laughs> and sometimes I wonder, does this really exist? Um, uh, you know, it's just kind of an interesting time right now, but we try to keep it real here at Mutiny Radio, and uh, we're just so thrilled to, to have uh, live music is going to be happening again. Actually, I've been doing it on the down low, if you guys didn't know. Uh, <laughs> there's been a couple bands uh, here in the studio, but we've been doing it, you know, socially distance or wearing masks or what have you, but it's just great that things are, you know, opening up again. And we're so excited to have Infirmities here live in the studio, and uh, we're gonna be hearing from them next. So stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Check, 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 one, two. Here we go. Let my play show where you wanna go. Let my play show so you wanna show. But they know for today. Let my play for it's a science. Go follow me. Go, go, go from the show. Go, 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 let the play. Go, 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 you just know. We're not playing so where you wanna go. We're not playing so so you wanna show. We're playing more for play day. We're not playing for what's inside your toe. follow me. Go, go, go from the show. Go, 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 I got the play. Go, go, go. Bring me some more. Go, 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 I got the play. Go, 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 you just know. All right, can you guys hear it? Good? I sure can. All right, Loud cool. and clear. All right. All right. Get his love as my job, my new 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 job, 
Tomokov, Manichok, Kibislov, Manichok, pass that on the floor, you always said I want it Sounds good to me so far. <laughs> Do you want to keep going, or are you gonna yeah. play some? Or yeah, play uh, one or two more. All right. Yeah, my life! 
San Francisco. <laughs> No choice! No choice! No escape machine! Now if I take it, look at my humanity! God plan for me! No choice! No choice! Now escape machine! Now if I take it, look at my humanity! Mathifying, damn you lying! Do you feel a traumatized? God plan for me! No choice! More, more, more. Number one fans outside. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to keep? We could keep going, I think. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I tried to download it, and it said it sent to somebody's email address. It's up to you, however you want to do it. Yeah. Do you want to do the interview? Yeah, let's take a break and do the interview, and then we'll sure. come back. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Infirmities. How did you guys get started? Uh, let's see. We started about eight years ago uh, from the streets of Salinas, California. <laughs> and uh, how long have you guys been together? Uh, it's going on nine years so far. Right on, right on. Yeah. And uh, what's the music scene like out there? I mean, up until recently, obviously. Well, uh, you know, we get that question a lot. It was actually, uh, you know, back in the day, we had a pretty strong punk rock scene. But uh, as of right this second, uh, we spend more time in Los Angeles or here in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep, those are the places to go, right? What's your favorite place to play in the Bay Area? 
Uh, I'd say for out here, uh, one of our favorite venues is Winners, Winners Tavern, out there in Pacifica. Oh, yeah, 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 And we play bottom yeah. of the hill quite a bit. So. Yes, right up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a fun place. That we, place. Al- we also love the Ivy Room in Albany, so that's shout right. out to the Ivy Room. Yes, the Ivy Room. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to be having some live streams coming up. But um, yeah, so what have you guys been up to the past year or so? Yeah, we've been doing some live stream stuff. We've been actually, we're having one on the 22nd. We're going to be live streaming from uh, the Ventura Theater in Ventura. So people can tune into that. Um, We had a new music video drop in 2020 Mm -hmm. for a song called Cell Block Earth. Mm -hmm. So we wrote a new single. And uh, you can buy that on Spotify and all digital platforms. Mm -hmm. So it's up there. And uh, we're currently recording a, a split 7-inch that's going to be with MDC. Mm-hmm. And so we've been back and forth in the studio. We just recorded a couple songs for that. And uh, we'll be recording some more here coming up pretty soon. Gosh, I feel like I saw MDC. So. They played a show. Gosh, I'm sure they played a bunch of shows. But I was like, I th- that name sounds so familiar. <laughs> It's hard to keep track these days, but uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been reminiscing, especially the venues that won't be lucky enough to reopen when when they do reopen, but yeah, yeah so it sounds like you have a new release coming up. That's exciting. Do you guys tour outside of California? Um, yeah, we've, we've gone overseas a few times. Uh, we've toured in a uh, England, uh, Belgium, France, Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, been on Rebellion Festival a few times. I've always wanted to go to that. How is it? Oh, uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of like a punk rock Disneyland, you know, for adults. Mm-hmm. You know, is it in Blackpool? It's in Blackpool. Uh-huh. It's four days of uh, about a hundred and sixty punk rock bands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in four days wow and, uh, that's a lot of uh yeah. a lot of good tunes right <laughs> it's bigger than any festival i think we have out here because it's just so many days you know yeah yeah i know a lot of um there's some lineups that are going to be announced for some festivals out here but even i know i've been to festivals for like three days and i'm like well i guess i'm not going to make it to that one <laughs> you know yeah What's your what's your favorite festival out here? Uh, out here, our favorite one, I'd say, locally in the Bay Area is Crash Fest, and we'll be performing there on October tenth. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. be playing at the DNA Lounge with about twenty other punk rock bands. Right on. So October tenth, you can catch us at the DNA here. Yes, love the DNA. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Are they going to have bands in the main room and? the side room or forget what it's called i think we're doing upstairs. both stages so they're gonna have the main stage going and then they're gonna have the upstairs room the upstairs well. room that's what it's called yeah i remember when they first when it first opened and i was like what do you mean an upstairs room <laughs> everyone's on the main floor damn it <laughs> yeah the, the upstairs room's kind of fun i mean mm-hmm. we've played there with uh uh richie ramon and oh, right people on. over the years uh mm-hmm. I actually like that little room. It's got good acoustics. Uh-huh. It's got the window facing the street. So it's kind of... The, uh, the little room that could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Who would you say are your biggest influences? I mean, there's quite a bit. I think I could pass the mic on that one. 
Uh, I'll start out, and then I'll let Shadow talk about okay. who he influenced him. But for me, I'd probably say uh, Dead Kennedys, Black Flag, uh, Circle Jerks. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I listen to Off, pretty awesome band. Um, yeah, I've seen But yeah, I'll pass the mic here. Well, I started out as a guitar player originally, and that's still my primary instrument. So most of my influences are honestly more goth and death rock bands. So it'll be more like Susie and the Banshees, Killing Joke, bands more like that. Yeah. And TSOL and Misfits and such as. Yes. Well, lucky me, I've seen all of those bands. <laughs> ah, nah. I started off listening to Iron Maiden and Metallica, and I think Metallica One is the is the one song that totally got me. My brother like pulled me into the room. He's all, "Listen to this song. It's so long, and it's like the longest song you've ever heard." And, and it was yeah. amazing. It was just the best thing I had ever heard. And ever since then, you know, I was into metal and rock and roll. And then going into high school, somebody gave me a tape that had two sides: Social D and Minor Threat. You know, amazing, amazing band that totally changed my life. So, Minor threat, the DC scene. They have a moving movie coming out about that, right? Documentary, maybe. There's a few of them. So my influence, I guess, when I first started, like when I was really young, is really Delta blues. I, I got into blues music. I heard that that steel across the strings, and it really got my attention. And from there, you know, just all kinds of different music. But punk rock was more um, like MDC was one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Discharge, you know, those kind from England. A lot of the D-beat uh, kind of music. So it was, uh, but I, it's really rounded. Like I, I have a lot of Coltrane that I yes. listen to. And uh, <laughs> so I like that and I like classical music. Mm-hmm. So yeah but <laughs> but I like to play aggressive so <laughs> yes, we love it when you guys play aggressive yeah, yeah, velvet underground, Lou Reed, uh little mixture of everybody, so I got to see him before he died. Oh, you saw Lou, yeah, nice, it was Very so nice. long ago. <laughs> Can we go awesome. back to that time? <laughs> yeah, I know life was easier without this and this and that <laughs> but no he was um i guess for you guys too i feel like he was kind of the jump starter for me to kind of get into some of the other bands you know Susie and the banshees and you know the rest is history right definitely and they were recently inducted too i think a couple years ago actually a while ago um but yeah, I think uh, John Cale is still alive, and he was he was uh, he was performing here and there, so that kind of surprised me. It was mm-hmm. a nice surprise. It's always a nice surprise. But um, yeah, so it sounds like you guys have uh, a new release coming out. You're gonna be uh, playing a couple shows at least uh, locally. Um, who who are you listening to right now that you think we should know about uh, that you might be playing with? Uh, at an upcoming show? Uh, well, we just did a show at the Doll Hut in Anaheim mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. became friends with a band called Bullet Bumps, who's actually giving us some more shows over there. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dead Punks are pretty great. Check them out. Also from Los Angeles. 
shout out to friends in LA, Corrupted Youth, uh, Nacho, shout out False Freedom, also friends of ours, those Dead 77. So yeah, there, there's a bunch of bands out of LA that maybe not everybody knows about, but have a really good underground sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, do you feel like a lot, how do you, I guess, how do you meet these bands? Is it mostly like you play a show with them and then you're connected forever? Or is there a, is there a, group, cha- a group chat I should know about? No, I, I think it's... Well, I actually met playing in other bands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So Shadows from Fresno, um, also our drummer back here is in the more pretty much Fresno area. And then Harvey's based in the Inland Empire out there. And uh, so, uh, yeah, and then I'm from Salinas. But, you know, as, like I told you when we got here, I mean, we'd all drive from different directions. Yeah. <laughs> get to <laughs> but, one location. <laughs> but it's, you know, we make it work. And uh, But, yeah, like Shadow, I know, it feels like forever, uh, longer than this band's even existed. Uh, I knew Shadow from another band I was in, and he was in other bands. and. And this guy I've known for many, many years, too, on the drums back here. <laughs> so way before Infirmities, I, I knew Macker. So. Well, he's got to give himself a little more so. uh, he, He's really good at networking with a lot of bands, so that's how we get to meet a lot of bands. Yeah, you got to get out he there. Every time we play a show, he's, he's out there talking to everybody. Yes! Oh, my God, I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I was... Um, I threw concerts for like 20 years in the area where, where, where I live. Mm-hmm. So Salinas Valley, um, Monterey County. Uh, I threw punk shows for a long time. <laughs> 20 years is pretty long. Yes. Uh, I took breaks in those 20 years a few times, but um, I think when you're promoting punk rock shows, you meet a lot of bands that way too. Mm-hmm. And so networking just comes natural after a while. And It does. And um, I've been singing at punk bands for 27 years. So wow. That's almost my entire life. Not quite, <laughs> but close. Yeah. <laughs> there's been a lot of good music, though, in that, in that time frame. And there's, you know, there's, there's still more to come. And there's been a lot of new, I guess, even with some venues not reopening, there were some new ones that opened before the pandemic, which was kind of uh, unheard of. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you call it? Inspiring, because I'm sure you've, you're aware of everything that's transpired in yeah. the Bay Area the past 10 years. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's hard to interview bands that are from San Francisco. Yeah. But uh, no, but it's great to, you know, talk to people from the Bay Area, from Northern mm-hmm. California, from, from other areas as well. But I just noticed that doing the, the radio show for the past decade or so, it's, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, of course, Gilman, you know what I mean? We, yeah. we, we used to play at Burnt Ramen before that was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much shut down permanently. Mm-hmm. But we played underground venues like Burnt Ramen in Richmond. We used to play uh, Gilman Street quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Played there with uh, HR Bad Brains. We toured with HR. That was one of the stops. Played there with Decry at Gilman. Um, so, I f- yeah. I finally made it to a show there. It was the, I think it was like the 30 year anniversary of Lookout. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and I was that's like, what I heard about that. Because I live out here, I was like, how do I get over there? So I tried to to go there on public transportation, and I almost got stranded. <laughs> But it was super fun. I was like, well, I finally fucking made it to Gilman. (laughs) So, uh, and it was, I remember as I left, it was like torrential downpour. So it was, it was very memorable evening, Mm. but getting to see some of those, (laughs) getting to see some of those bands for the the first time was like, cool. I'm, I'm glad I did that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are they, are they closed for good or? Uh, I think Gilman's I, I don't know what's yeah. up with Gilman right now <laughs> I to be honest I, I have not I haven't heard anything yet but yeah, yeah. Well, fingers crossed yeah yeah everything seems like it's starting to open up though yeah um, maybe not right this second right but in the next few months things are opening up and then some places mm-hmm. are announcing shows in January right so yeah a lot of bands. bottom of the hills announcing shows in January yeah I noticed so. especially this week I was like Phew. Everybody and their mother's gonna want to go on tour, right? <laughs> Good. F- yeah. <laughs> They're like Eureka. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was. I thought I was going to see uh, Chicano Batman. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, and uh, actually, I was. I'm interested in them. I've never seen them, but I like uh, Le Boucherettes. They've been around for a couple years now. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the war field. It'll be just like old days. And then it got rescheduled, I think, till September, October. So I was like, well, I could just wait another six months. <laughs> I think the last time Chicano Batman was here was in San Jose mm-hmm. at the Ritz. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine was the one who put that show on. Right. And so I think the first show was sold out. Mm-hmm. And he booked the second one. And then after that, I don't think he, I don't think he's been back in this area uh, since that show. But he definitely, I mean, he sold out the Ritz like twice or something like that. That's so. good. I like, I like <laughs> so, the Ritz. I, I got yeah. to see the Buzzcocks there. I think it was like four years ago. It was like one of the last times uh, Pete Shelley was still alive. So I was like, this place is cool. Because uh, you know, San Jose is really different from, Oh, you yeah. Know. It's changed a lot. It's different. The last show we played in 2020, back in March 12th, which was the day they Whoa. announced COVID on yeah. the news, uh-huh. they didn't cancel the show at the Ritz. And we played on March 12th that night. And oh. it, was, it was the last night that the Ritz was open. Wow. The, the following morning, mm-hmm. you know, it said closed till further notice. But we played yeah. there with Gutter Mouth on March 12th. Mm-hmm. And uh, (laughs) and it was it was it was it was a a, you know kind of a strange time because you know that morning it had hit all the news channels and so people were sort of scared to go out and Mm -hmm. so we didn't know if the show was going to happen so we we start emailing the club and said no it's still on so we went we played and every band there it did affect the turnout I would say there was probably. For gutter mouth, there's only like 30 people, but every band that played that night, we were all, you know, obviously cracking jokes in between because nobody had really taken anything serious yet. Yeah. It was kind of like, I uh, hope you guys all washed your hands. Thanks for coming tonight. And nobody really, nobody knew what was really going on yet. So it was more kind of like, thank you for coming tonight. It means a lot to us that you came out. Yeah. You know, and, um, mm-hmm. But it was a fun show regardless. <laughs> 
But when we woke up the following morning, you know, every single club in California was shut down. Right. So it's just like the world completely flipped in one night. And it was, you know, we had shows booked and we had a Japan tour coming up. Oh, my gosh. We had a bunch of things going on. We had punk rock bowling coming up. Yes. That got, you know, everything got postponed or moved. Or, yeah. So there was some yeah. cool festival. I don't know if you're you were aware of it. I just recently saw like a posting for it and it was happening exactly a year ago. And it was like Gary Newman, you know, Morrissey, like I completely forgot about it. But then when I saw the post, I was like, that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of things happening you know? that were supposed to happen in 2020. Exactly. But then, I mean, there's a lot of reunions of bands that were supposed yeah. to happen that year too. Mm -hmm. But then when that happened in March, it all just froze, you know, yeah. time froze. Yeah, I was ac I was really considering going to see Pussy Riot for the first time. I'd never seen them, and they were playing in Berkeley, and I was doing some coaching program, which was worth it because that's my career now. I'm a career coach. Um, but yeah, I was like, damn, I was so close to seeing them. <laughs> yeah, so it was, close. It was. Uh, yeah. I don't. Nobody really saw that coming. You know, we were. We had a three rings, um, like we had a weekend where we just had a lot of shows happening mm -hmm. and it was the weekend right before our last show. So the weekend before March 12th, we were actually playing, uh, we played with Asian Orange at the Doll Hut and then the next night we were playing with TSOL mm -hmm. in Fresno at Strummers. Oh, right on. And yeah, so it was, it was TSOL with MDC. Uh-huh. And they were celebrating like 40 years of punk rock being yeah. in pans. And That's right. So we were having just a really busy time. Things were going awesome. We had all these great things to look forward to. I know. The following week, we played with Gutter Mouth, and then everything just stopped. Yeah. And it was kind of like, uh, yeah, it felt very unreal. Mm-hmm. All I can say is, I don't want um, the doctor ever tell me I have 20-20 vision again, because even I... <laughs> And then you get like whiplash from hearing it. You're like, I'm fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, uh, Doc, can you check my eyes again? Are you sure? Because <laughs> we didn't see that coming. <laughs> and actually that, you know, we, we wrote a song in 2020 based on the feeling of, you know, having uh, to stay home and not having places to go. And so we wrote a song called Subblock Earth in 2020, which uh, we were in the middle of the second lockdown. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, at that point it was, we had friends in different parts of the world that we could talk to, you know, people in France or England or Germany and like, what's it like over there? Yeah. We're locked down too. Or over here. Yeah. It just got locked up. So I, I was talking to people all over and seeing how they were doing cause we'd become friends over the years mm -hmm. and, um, I reached out to some other people in bands because we were all home. Nobody was touring. Yeah. <laughs> so. So weird, right? Yeah, it, it was. It, so. But everybody was still writing. Everybody was still writing music. Yeah. And uh, I reached out to Rob Chaos from Total Chaos. And I reached out to uh, Edward from Unit 13. And I said, I'm writing a new song. And I'd like to know if you guys want to do some backup vocals on it. And told them what it was about. It was mainly about the lockdowns and how you know, basically what it felt like to have to be locked down. Mm -hmm. So Cell Block Earth was about that, about how no matter where you were at in, in planet Earth, no matter what part of the globe you were in, uh, we were all locked in together. 
So that was the concept behind Cell Block Earth. So. That's amazing. I can tell you how it made me feel. Um, and then maybe you guys could too if you want to share. But I think the first six weeks I didn't leave my apartment. And I live in San Francisco. So as you can imagine, not even as big as this studio or even out there. And after six weeks, I was like, fuck this. I'm going out into the real world. <laughs> yeah. So ever since then, so I guess about a year ago, I just decided, you know, I need to, I need to get out like regularly because otherwise my mental health is just going to tank. <laughs> yeah, it, it really played a mind trip on everybody, I think. It yeah. was, um, I don't think anybody necessarily enjoyed it 100 <laughs> percent. i mean i mean there's some parts of it that were nice you know i mean it, it's like it helped you stop and 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 take things things that you might have taken for granted when the world was going full throttle and rushed you you didn't take for granted when everything froze and time stopped you know yeah exactly uh, you know one of those is family obviously you spent more time you know with your family and for us you know we had less time on the road more time at home with our families and so that was different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but in a good way also you know even though uh, i also think that um for the most part though we we wanted to write a song that would be more of a global feeling so when everybody would chant the lyrics on the chorus they could all we all felt the same about what we were going through mm -hmm. So the chorus just says, lock down, get me out, lock down, get me out. Yeah. And it really was kind of a, a chant that everyone could chant, no matter if you were here in California or you were overseas or somewhere else. You know, everybody was going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll play that song next, if that's yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's do it. This one's called Cell Block Earth. This goes out to everybody out there who experienced lockdown in 2020. Here we go. This Justin, breaking news. You are now criminals here. Welcome to Cell Block Earth. Enjoy your stay until it's your time to come home. Get me out, lock down, get me out, lock down, get me out, lock down, get me out. Do you hear the crying and the agony? Lord, get me out of this reality. Break break from chaos and misery. Lord, this is not where I want to be. Lock down, get me out, lock down, get me out, lock down, get me out, lock down. Get me out, cell block of isolation, hesitation of our nation, hesitation and frustration. This ain't no vacation, lock down. Get me out, lock down. Get me out, lock down. Get me out, lock down. Get me out.
got our butt on the left and the right, cause together we got to fight. So broke, oh! That song is very motivating. <laughs> All right, well, we'll keep going. We'll do a couple more. Um, all right, this one's called Renegade. Here we go. Red or night, so it's true. Red or kind, I want to sign your two. Red or night, we used to be. Yes, but there you run away. Run the kind forces you to fly. Get away, go the only way. Why don't care what you say? Red eye night, a solid two. Red eye kind, I want to sign it to. Red eye night, used to be. Somebody's really happy. I'm not sure who. Blessed be, blessed be. Well, you're on a play, 
That's all what he's got. That's it. Go! Cowboys at the yard. Go, go, go! That's all what he's got. That's it. Go! Cowboys at the yard. I tell you it's time. It's not on the line. We got to unite. We fight for the fight. No more. Go! That's all what he's got. That's it. Go! Cowboys at the yard. No more. Go! Slam dancing in the studio, or I thought it was. All right, saved. Thirty second song. Here we go. This next song's about 30 seconds. Here we go. Nearly as hell, ready, always gotta go. Planning to stop one, I did it with no. When I was young, got a friend in a scroll. Thought to play once, came my blow. Nearly as hell, ready, always gotta go. Planning to stop one, I did it with no. So, no, he's not taking shots, never the same, go. This one's called Mass Defiance. Here we go.
that's where fire self-denying Government shut down, society's therefore Ray of a fall, no heaven falling Heaven is falling and heaven is calling Ray of a fall, no for no fight Have to unite to fight for what's right yeah. Come on! Those who hold your sin your fear Take the danger to the floor Red as a final for no fight Let the night you fight for what's right 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 I say you're not too fast so much right. I want to thank you for having us because I'm having a lot of fun. I am too. Yeah, this is really cool. I'm like, I need to do this more often. <laughs> Just to get my steps in, you know? Yeah, thanks a lot for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you. It's been a couple months in the works, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, do you want us to just keep playing? You want to interview for a while? What yeah, would you like do you to wanna, do? Do you guys like being out there? I'm just kind of... Uh, we think we're okay out here, unless you guys want to go in there. Okay, till we finish our set, we'll... Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do uh, we'll do one more and then we'll sure. So this one's called uh, "We Want Victory." All right, all right. Let's do myself Rex instead. Here we go. Here we go. This is called "Myself Rex." I wrote it when I was about 15 years old. This one goes out to everybody listening. Here you go.
Mic drop. <laughs> this board has seen some shit, but it can make it. We'll come in there for a little bit. That's yeah, you cool. can come in. Come on in. The mics are hot and ready to go. I can also figure out this Instagram live situation. Gets complicated every time I use it because you know how they update the platform when they feel like it. Well, guess what? I don't always feel like learning. <laughs> Can't they just do everything and make it easier for people like me? <laughs> so you guys, I heard you guys did an Instagram live recently. How was that? It was all right. We just did it right now. We're on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, live right now. Yeah. I normally do before we do any gig, like when we're practicing and stuff. Always live. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can. I'm judging. I'm judging so hard. Good. That's weird. It's like he's doing his live, but I'm doing my live. Yeah. Live from live, different angles. Double live. We could, uh... If I get him, I'll give you triple live. No, it's, it's been uh, just a blast being here. I really like uh, the room. The joys of doing your own podcast. Who fucking cares if it works? <laughs> Woohoo! We're one big happy family, right? <laughs> How's it going? On your throne, is that what they call it? The throne. I don't know, it just happened. Oh, it only it only recorded partially. That's fine. I wanna do it live, damn it. Sorry. So wait, if Speaking I'm doing it live, it's well, on uh, live. live right now. See it wasn't live, it was something else. Oh well. Okay, there we are. Now we're live. Now we're live. Hello. Hi Infirmities fans. Join sounds from the street. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys are lucky because sometimes when I'm when I'm in the studio, things are. Pam does a wonderful job, but sometimes people come in here and they mess shit up, mm. and I don't have time to figure it out. So I'm like, <laughs> hopefully nobody's gonna fire me because I don't know what people fucking did in here. And then I come in today, and because Pam was here, she was like, "Oh yeah, I did this and this," and I'm like, oh, "God, I love you." <laughs> The what? The yeah. The, job yeah. If you can talk into the mic so people can hear you. Oh, the I think I turned him on. I think you can pick this, up. this one on? Yeah. Yep, I hear yeah, it. there you are. 
Now we get to know you better. Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's got the phone pointed at San me the Francisco. whole time. San Fran. Yeah, when was the last time you guys were here? Um, I don't know. When was the Crash Course? Been a while. Winners? Winners? Might have been winners. Yeah. You haven't missed anything. There was one time I came here and I saw a couple of fingers down at Slims. That was pretty cool. Slims! There you go. It, like, every time when I take the bus down here and I see Slims and I know it's not reopening, it's like, just, just keep, keep stabbing me, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a cool place. Um, yeah, I've seen a couple shows there over the years. I'm trying to remember the last one. Twenty. I don't know. It was weird. I don't want to talk shit, but I guess I can. Um, the past couple years weren't that great. In my opinion. Like they weren't they they weren't hosting bands that I would normally go to see, but before that, like I want to say twenty seventeen and before that, it was like the Dam, the Buzzcocks, like bands that I would want to see. A friend of mine played a show there, sure. but um, no, I have good memories there. So I'm not gonna hate. I'm just gonna hate on the past four years. How's that? There you go. <laughs> Haters wanna hate. Haters wanna hate. Um, but Great American is owned by the same people, and they were able to stay open, which is kind of interesting. That's a great venue, the Great American Music Hall on uh, O'Farrell, right next to the, right next to the Showgirl place. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I do know which one. <laughs> so, what would be your your favorite venue? Gosh, I'm I'm very traditional. I would probably say the Fillmore in San Francisco. I've been backstage once. I met Jello Biafra. Um, I don't think he was playing that night, but he, you know how he random, randomly turns up at like MC5 and The Damned and stuff like that. So, <laughs> oh <my laughs> funny. God, I'd like to see him play with the Melvins. That was one of my favorite collaborations and mashups with him and Van. The Melvins. I think I was at that show. The, at the at the Great American? Yeah. yeah that was a couple of years it's ago. funny you mentioned because when Iggy played in San Jose, he just randomly showed up again. Yeah. Uh huh. Went to see Iggy pop in the, in the park, and Jello just showed up and ended up, <laughs> they ended like, up making him like the MC that night. So he was like <laughs> talking in between bands. Yeah, he just he's just everywhere. The last time I saw him was uh, Do you guys know the Bags from Los Angeles? Oh, yeah, the Bags. Yeah. Um, I've been, I met Alice Bag. I love her. Um, um, but he was at that show, and I was kind of standing next to him, and I was like, he's not going to remember me from, like, five years ago or whatever. But, but it was interesting. I'm like, I'm standing next to Jello. He's right there. But that was fun. That was 20, That was 2019. So that was one of the last shows I went to. She played, um, she played at, oh, my God, it's a venue here in the Mission, and I can't remember the name of it. Fuck. It doesn't normally host bands. It's more like DJ nights. But I'm sure you guys have heard of it. I can't remember the name of it. the one next to, like, 16th and, it's near the 16th and Mission BART station. It's like, why can't I think of the name? Yeah, and then I saw ESG. Do you remember them? Yeah, 
That was one of the last shows, too. Halloween 2019. That was awesome. Everyone was having a great time. A grand old time. Uh, but yeah, no, we're, we're going to get back to those times. I mean, obviously it'll be different. It'll take a while to get back into it again. But I mean, there's going to be a host of things to choose from, right? Yep. Yeah, the shifts in normalcy has already begun. <laughs> Normalcy. Well, well you, yeah. heard, you heard me, like I said, what we're going to be back here in October. So. That's right. And I've already booked a show for August at Winners. So you can, we'll definitely be back in the Bay Area for sure. I can barely hear you. Oh, sorry. You guys. I'll, I'll try to. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to shove it down your throat. I hope so, you don't mind. So, yeah, we're going to be. We're going to be at Winners. Uh, I think it's August 31st. Mm -hmm. But before that, in October, um, we're going to be at the lounge on October 10th. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's for a big punk rock festival that happens every year. Yes! So punk rock festivals, we yeah. miss you. Yeah. There used to be, I don't even want to say it, I was just thinking about it, the Burger Boogaloo. Oh yeah, Burger Boogaloo, yeah. They yeah. changed the name. It's not Burger Boogaloo, but I feel like an idiot because I went for like a, a couple years and didn't know, like I never felt like men were attacking me. I actually felt the opposite. I felt like I, wow, I actually fit in somewhere. Yeah, I mean, when, <laughs> it, when it came to that and the whole scandal behind it and everything else that was going on behind the closed doors and the horror stories, I actually read them all and I was actually quite appalled. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's crazy, right? You just... Full of shock. You never really... I just assumed stupidly that it was more like, you know, if you go to... People in Hol people in Hollywood, or you know, the music industry, like you know, indus actual like industry people, like we know their names, but I mean, I guess it just happens across the board, and I think women are getting better about standing up for themselves, and their allies are standing up for them too. So that's good. Well, that's a good thing, though, actually. Yeah. Also, how they say you're never gonna know anything until somebody actually says it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I just assumed, like, people know what's going on, and then as time went on, it's like, actually, people have no fucking clue what's going on, so yeah. might as well fill them in. But I did see Jesus in the Mary Chain two nights in a row. That was awesome. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> I went with a friend of mine, and I was like, are we going to stay, like, the entire, are we going to... Are we going to stay for, for both nights to see the exact same band? And he looked at me and he said, yes, we are. And that's why I love him. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Looking back on it, that was a great way of thinking about life. Just full throttle, right? But uh, what bands are you looking to see this year? Looking forward to seeing, I should say. As many bands as possible. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we can fit in. Yes, definitely. Especially before it gets to the point where they all decide they don't want to do it anymore. Right, right. I think after the pause we've all experienced, we're just ready to get out and see everything we possibly can. Yes, yes. It's a new mentality. I feel like I was like that before, and now I'm like, I'm glad I'm like that, but I wonder how it's going to be now. <laughs> well, a friend of mine was talking about it's just like well, now that everything's opened up things are really going to get crazy especially for people who've been waiting to go see live music or just even see their favorite bands or yeah we're going to go for everything even if it's not their particular genre but they might find something new out like of it or something that day <laughs> yeah pretty much like that yeah 
Do you feel like ticket prices are going to be more expensive than they were before? Most likely. Yeah, probably. Only because of the whole capacity thing. Mm -hmm. And I was and reading. Supply and demand. There's actually some people who are, like when it comes to how their tickets are being sold, if they're using like major like distribution companies, like they mentioned everything, like there's kind of a bit of a debate going with some artists and their tickets, how they're being sold and how much their fans are being charged. Yeah, right? Like, um... Yeah, I had to ask somebody to help me. I was like, I want to go see Rage, because you know how they were going to yeah. tour last year. And I had my mom buy the ticket for me. I was like, you can do this for me, right? She was like, yeah, I got you. So she got me the ticket, and then and then COVID happened. And now I'm like, well, now I can get better seats, but it's still like, you know, 100-something dollars, and it's, you know, it's not like the floor or anything. So. Right. But it's Rage! COVID was one of the weirdest things to ever happen in life. It's it really is. It really is. It was like it sounds like you guys were doing great. I was actually doing great too, to a certain extent. And then, like you said, like everything just kind of shifted. And you know, I was I was working. I guess you could say a corporate job in addition to my freelance business and now I'm like well now I'm a full-time freelancer wasn't planning on that but you know navigating and and making it work and it's you know like like you guys were saying like some of it's great like yeah I like being my own boss but then the flip side is like oh I don't get to you know interact with people as much as I used to and uh you know I don't know when I'm gonna get my next project and you know like that that uncertainty so Come on in. I was just saying it's kind of crazy because it was the total opposite for me. Oh, like, really? I'm a handyman, so mm -hmm. like, it's one of the businesses that was like just busy. As soon as everybody good. Home, as soon as everybody was home, they were like nitpicking at everything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, wanted to fix everything. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's I mean, literally great. from the time it hit, it was just yeah. It just it was 100% busy. Oh, good just, for you. You know, and I got to interact with people every day. You know, we were safe about it and put our masks on, but it was just... Now, for me, if things would went that way, we need the handyman. We need him now. For me, pretty much, it was an unemployment thing. For me, it was opposite in the world. You know, I was out every day. Yeah. And, you know, the services that you provide are, you know, essential to a certain extent. Like, you can't... Like, if shit happens, like, who are you going to go to? You're going to call the handyman, so... I worked as tech support at a call center, so they shifted everything to working at home. So I still got to work, but not for a while, because first I did it on my laptop. Laptop crashed, yeah. so no work for about six months, unemployment. Oh, gosh. Weirdest thing ever. It was like, just those six months alone was... It's weird. At that point, it's like, okay, so I'm pretty much getting money to not work, and I'm making more than I would have made if I was Yes! Working. So I'm like, all this money, nowhere is open, so there's really nothing to spend it on. I got nothing to do, so I'm just sitting there going nuts. Okay, okay, what now? So I just went out and started taking pictures of everything. I'm like, okay, everything's closed. It's not going to be like this ever again, probably, so might as well. Might as well. Other than that, grocery shopping was easy, because the more people that were shopping online, the less people were actually going in the stores. And since they were open and there were no lines, I was able to get my groceries easy, no matter where I lived. Good for you. Good for you. So there's, you know, there's some so there positive. Some but I like what you, I mean, I'm going to tap into what you just said about, uh, and then what we should probably talk about the music. But um, 
Yeah, people were saying the other day, like, I guess some employers or restaurants had a sign that said, we're, we're closed, nobody wants to work anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, maybe you should have paid. not working just because they didn't want to go to work at my job. And everybody's like, you're not going to lose your yeah, job? We're not, they all said the same thing. They're not going to fire anyone, but if you didn't work, you weren't going to get paid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess part of the argument is, like, like you were saying, people are getting paid more on unemployment than if they were actually working. Um, and then another person said on Twitter, I've been looking at Twitter, which I never did before pandemic, uh, rarely, and people were saying, oh yeah, if you actually paid your employees well before the pandemic, maybe they'd actually want to come back to work now that it's over. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the argument, right? Especially in San Francisco. What, what a genius idea. I know, right? <laughs> What a genius idea. And if there's any employers out there who are listening to this right now, I suggest you take some advice and actually start paying your employees well enough so that way you're not understaffed, you have as many people as you need, and you meet your quotas, and they go home happy. There you go. That solves a lot of issues right there. But what are we going to do now that you know the richest people uh, who were rich before the pandemic are now now the – now the gap is even longer between, you know, the working people and the people at the top. But I'll, I'll leave it there. I said we need a modern Robin Hood for these times. <laughs> Robin Hood. Who, who are they really working for? You know who I'm talking about, right? The app. Yeah. Or who, who are they really serving? I guess that's my, my so, rhetorical question for the night. Um, I, I did want to... I, I do, you mentioned the music. Um, yes. We have another thing coming out that we're working on, too. So I want to mention that. Yes. So we have a, a live album. Um, it's a live recording we did at the Fox Theater in Old Town Salinas. Oh, and, that Fox Theater. I and, should go uh, to that one. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Beautiful building. <laughs> and uh, so we recorded a live record there back in 2017, but we were always on tour and never had time to go mix it and... And we finally, during 2020, since there was no shows and no tours, we went back to start mixing that thing down. So nice. we're going to be releasing that on a 12-inch vinyl. It'll come out on Malt Soda Records. <laughs> and uh, it's probably going to be early next year, just because the whole thing with vinyls, it's taking twice as long because of COVID times. Yeah, So I can what used to take six months is taking eight months now. Got it. So it's looking like the record plants are saying... Uh, eight months, which means like February, something like that. February yeah. seems so far away, but it's already May. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Time's <laughs> flying. Time's flying. That's insane. But it sounds like you guys have been busy. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I'm uh, little old me just uh, working away on this thing. And then uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, yeah, you know how you, you have like a to-do list of all of your house projects and like I had a yeah, handyman. <laughs> Call the handyman. He'll help you. <laughs> there you go. Keep Macker busy. Hire, hire you through TaskRabbit. 1-800-MACKER. <laughs> uh, right but yeah, I don't know. It was just... <laughs> it was just one of those things for me. I live by myself. 1-800-MACKER. He'll help you. Okay. MAC attack. Sounds like an invite. 1-800-MAC attack. Yeah. Yeah. Or use the code name for the for the liquid death. We should start doing that. Oh yeah, the liquid oh, death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, drink liquid death if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been endorsed. 
remember code name maker good times good times what else are we talking about guys where can people find you online what's the best oh, website yeah 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 um so uh as far as uh you know we got all the same outlets as everybody else on facebook we're under we are infirmities and on instagram we're under the same thing we are infirmities and we also have our own youtube channel which has over a hundred live videos on there <laughs> so that's also under we are infirmities so you can pretty much find us under that or you can also look on spotify and spotify uh, you know iTunes, which is now, you know, and we're on, uh, we're not, what's the other stuff? Spotify. Uh, we're on YouTube. There's Pandora. Uh, there. Oh, Pandora. Bandcamp. There you go. We're on Pandora, too. Oh, yeah, there so. is Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So our new single that you guys heard on the air, Cell Block Earth, is available on all digital platforms. And there's actually a music video on our YouTube channel for that song. That's pretty cool if you want to check that out. And when was that filmed? We we actually it's kind of like an animated type video. So we used it's a lyrics video, but we used stop motion graphics in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a director out of Los Angeles uh, worked together with him. His name is Jeremy Mowry, mm -hmm. and he does a lot of uh, like claymation, oh, Gumby neat. type stuff. <laughs> so I decided to work with him and try to not necessarily do clay, but I wanted to do um, pieces of paper ripped up and stuff like that. So we work together to make a video for Cell Block Earth. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's worth checking out. That's amazing. I'll definitely yeah. have to check it out. Oh, I wanted to ask you, when you guys are recording, um, do, you, do you prefer to record in a studio, or do you just record in your room and kind of make it happen? Or I, I, We brainstorm, like, you know, at band practice or in our rooms or whatever. You know, if Harvey comes up with a riff or... I come up with some lyrics, I'll just record them on my phone mm -hmm. and bring them to the band or sometimes Macro will come up with a riff or Shadow. Just We don't have like a straight conventional way to do it. Like there's not just one way to do it. Mm -hmm. So pretty much if anyone has an idea, we just, they put in their input and we just try it out. I heard so. that people, I guess people have been recording or practicing on Zoom. Have you guys tried that, or is that like not happening? No, because like, we've heard it's a pretty big delay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it'll be so. hard to keep the timing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Zoom. We never tried it. Shut up! Shut up! Sorry, sorry. Mute. There's a mute. lot of different apps that tried to come out in 2020 that had to do with band practicing that way oh really but we ended up you know we we're just like you know forget all that i'll see you in an hour <laughs> we're gonna practice yeah. in person because it was just easier um yeah yeah but i was yeah. curious about that i was like that sounds like plus something... you can actually exchange your ideas in a better way when you're actually there yeah. with the people you're playing music with and conversing and everything else right yeah i've been hearing like uh, I was reading an article, some university students were getting together to sue the school because they're like, I don't want to pay for this, like a remote <laughs> learning. Yeah. And I was like, I don't blame them because when I took, I was probably one of the first people to do that for school. And I was like, I got, I got a bad grade. <laughs> now, as far as lawsuits go, yeah. that's probably the smartest one I've heard of in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can relate to these guys. I wish the best for them. They deserve, you know, especially if you're paying for it. 
Get what you oh, paid definitely. for. Um, yeah, there's there's so much going out going on out in the world right now, but I'm just looking forward to seeing some music, getting my dance groove on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward for like more golf clubs to start opening back yes. up. Yes, I'm just dancing. Do you go to the Cat Club? Did you ever go to the Cat Club? See, I think I had a friend that we drove out somewhere we went. Then back when they also did the Bat Cave, mm-hmm. I, I was in a band called One Last Caress, and we played there for oh. one of the last ones they did. I might have seen you because that name sounds familiar. I wonder if that was the show where the lighting made me, like, I think I told somebody this last week, too. I felt like I was going to have a seizure because of Well, the if you lighting. saw them holding somebody up on the cross that was in there and taking a picture, then, yeah, that was the same one. <laughs> I think afterwards there was a DJ and people were there dancing. That's cool. We yeah. actually used that for the back album cover. A friend of ours, Luis Broso, actually did an animated drawing of the picture and made it in the whole graveyard setting. It was actually really cool. Oh, wow. That's really neat. So yeah. I think we'll play some more music if that's cool. Yeah, sure. It's 720, we, so... We've done a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, It is nice to sit in here and... and just is it? chill with you. I was like, they seem it's, cool out there. Cool. I'm just, I'm not going to be like, I demand an audience in the room. Demand an interview. <laughs> I mean, I could. Uh, I will say one more oh, thing. Yeah. Um, go to uh, our record labels, uh, Malt Soda Records. And this year marks our 20-year anniversary of Malt Soda Records. Um, RKL was on that label at one point. Fang, Verbal Abuse, China White. Uh, so Infirmities is on that label, and if anyone's interested in buying our records, our vinyl, or our skateboards, we have Infirmities skate decks, you can go to maltsoda.com. I love skateboarders. I, I'm Just a quick side note, I go to Embarcadero for my exercise, and I hate the people on the scooters, kind of 50-50 on bikers right now, but I'm like, yeah, I'm so into like rollerblades, uh skaters and runners those are my gem because nice. i'm like that's what i grew up with i don't it's, want this other it's crap. funny because the owner of the label his name is scooter is he so, yeah <laughs> scooter buell and she's talking about scooters so. he's fine all right so let's get to some music yes let's do it forever a skater looking forward to it stay tuned for more sounds from the street we've been talking to infirmities we're so excited to have them uh you know it's it's good to be doing sounds from the street and uh, stay tuned for more. We're just getting set up now in the gallery. We're located at 2781 21st Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. And we're trying to get back out there, you know, make, make things happen like we always have. And uh, Infirmities live at Mutiny Radio. I think they're still setting up. We'll give them a little bit longer. Oh, they're still filming in the studio. See, that's what makes uh, interns in demand. Interns were a thing. But now I I don't know if that'll be a thing. Maybe it will. We'll see. If they want some school credit, sorry, we can't offer a salary at the moment. But, uh, you know, school credit's the way to go. I wish I had known about this place as a student. I didn't find this place till I was already you know, full-fledged adult. So, you know, there's there's lots of opportunities out there. Just, uh, you know, keep yourself connected online and you'll, you'll find uh, all those hole-in-the-wall places, especially here in the Bay Area. So that was, that was, it was the luck of the draw. Let's, let's just say that.
And um, yeah, I think uh, next week uh, the Helltones are going to be live in studio. I guess I'm on a roll for the month of May. Uh, the month of mothers. <laughs> and then I guess June will be the, the month of fathers. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Everything is just kind of free form, free flowing, and looks like they're ready to go. All right, this one's called We Want Victory. Here we go. fans right outside. faith. Here we go.
Brooklyn Day for Radio Day Technology number two. No more hope. Get one time. Stop all your family. Run. What you gonna do? Run. Can you close with you? And no day. Just no days. Brooklyn Day for Radio Day Technology number two. No more hope. This one's called Scattered Few. This one goes out to Nate Havoc who's watching and will be spending the night at his house tonight and uh, doing a little special thing tomorrow. So this one goes out to Nate. This one's called Scatter Few. This will be on the new 7-inch coming out with MDC. Here we go. No longer dread. They said, found now in my head. Sight of me, inside of you. So you can trust. Yeah! And now, Lord, and then it's coming for you. Scared of you. Where are you? Hatred light. Oh, it's a ghost. Oh, it's a ghost. Oh, it's a ghost. All right, we got a couple left for you guys. <laughs> All right, this song is, uh, who else is watching? This one's for Bertha over there chilling in the Fresno area, Visalia District. Hey, Bestie, I love you. <laughs> All right, here we go. This one's called King of the Streets. Here we go.
All right, this next song is called, what's up? This next one's called Just Like Him. This song's about being yourself and not trying to be just like him. In other words, not trying to be copying someone else. So this one's called Just Like Him. Here we go. Skip some in the beginning. Oops. Talk to him, Shadow. Talk to me. Talk to me. Well, it looks like we may be on the last one, but I'm trying to think. Are we sure? Any requests? <laughs> we can do it again. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, there's an idea. <laughs> Go backwards. <laughs> We've never done that before. <laughs> we could do them backwards. Uh, that's an idea. So this is our last song, and then we'll go back in there and chill with you, do some more uh, chill. interview stuff, because that was kind of fun, actually. Chill, chill, chill. And we enjoy hanging out just with you in that room. So. <laughs> Are you sure it's just me? Yeah. <laughs> well, without us. Yeah, <laughs> All right, this one goes to Mike, Mike from Crash Fest. This one's for you. It's our last song. All right, here we go. Maybe, Maybe. unless we play it all backwards. Baby, it's a God thing, baby, it's a God thing, baby. God thing, baby, it's a God thing, baby, it's a God thing, baby. Baby, it's a car thing, baby, it's a car thing, baby. Now I can, now I can, man, the water has chilled down. Man, the water has chilled down. Man, the water has chilled down. With your face, don't know why. Somebody else got a place to die. Hear my strike, testify. That don't cry. Better work, better work. Thank you, San Francisco! We are in Fluminense! 
We love you. And Jesus Christ loves you too. Good night. Nice. That was Infirmities. And we got lucky. They played a bunch of songs for us today. So hopefully we'll have them back soon. Hopefully the venues are going to be opening up again. I mean, my God. Memories, let me tell you. There's just been a few shows. I'm trying to think of hardcore shows that I went to. It's been a while. But um, yeah, just looking forward to it. Um, hoping to rekindle some kind of relationship with... Um, it's, a it's a newer venue in Berkeley called the UC Theater. Um, they don't necessarily just do rock shows. They actually have bands from like all across the world that I've never heard of and people like line up around the block to see them. Uh, so I'm always learning <laughs> from, from some of the venues that I've worked with in the past. But um, no, UC Theater was, was really great. And they also have an internship program uh, that's currently um, looking to hire new interns. So if you're, you know, within that, that age group, uh, meaning college age, definitely check it out. And you're located in the Bay Area. Why not get some work experience, you know? It's just one of those things. And Berkeley's a great town to live near or be able to commute to. Um, I haven't been to Berkeley in a while, but uh felt like I was going there pretty regularly. <laughs> Um, gosh, there were some great shows there. I'm thinking like Cat Power, uh, Paul Weller from The Jam. He's still making music, believe it or not. Um, he did. Actually, I saw him at uh, Golden Gate Park, too, a couple a couple years before that. But you know how that goes, the big festivals. You can not you can hear the music, but it doesn't mean you'll necessarily get to see the group that you want to see. Um so yeah, that's what's that's what's great about you know venues like Slims, and I was just thinking about the Red Devil Lounge for some reason. I don't know if you guys remember that venue. Um, I think it was called something else before that, but um, in my day it was Red Devil Lounge, and then being able to go backstage and I met uh, Clem Burke, the drummer for Blondie, and I was like, well, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> so he was. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, Marky. Yeah. Shit, they're just going through, they're just going through drummers left and right, it sounds like. It's always the drummer. Is it? Why? Why? Hey, we have the same problem. It was a drummer. Oh, it was a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Except for Macker. Macker's an exception to the rule. But all the other drummers. They were fantastic, right? No problem. Smooth sailing. Yeah, it was, it was good times for sure. I still can't remember the name of that venue. Damn it. <laughs> oh, there's, there's too many to name. I mean, uh, even when I was in like one of the things that we did have a problem with for a moment was a drummer mm. and at first i had left my other band when I was caress and then i joined my friend franco's band which is also a fresno band uh -huh. and i joined up as rhythm guitar player but then we had a show that we were going to play with one of the uh, members of the mentors the mentors so then he didn't end up making it for that show so we didn't play 
then afterwards, I guess it just got to where we were having drummer issues. So then I was like, all right, look, I'll make you a deal. I'll be the drummer until you find somebody either to replace me or find somebody better. So I can go back to what I was doing. But then I ended up going to bass. Mm-hmm. So you can pretty much do it all. You're a you're a one man show. You could be. It's, it's more fun if you do it with people, like camaraderie. Yeah. I was just thinking you could be like Dave Grohl, but I'm sure he feels the same way. Like he could do it all, but then he loves you know recording albums in his, you know, his garage or I mean, whatever. Sometimes it's like musical chairs, like. You know, one guy can't make it, and then somebody knows how to play more than one instrument, so then they got, they sort of switch their roles. How do you guys deal with that on the fly? Like, for instance, you said, oh, our drummer didn't show up. Is it like you just, you know, randomly fill in without knowing any of the music? Well, in that band, like, I played enough to know, so when it came to playing drums, it was easy. Mm -hmm. And then when it came to switching from that to bass, it was actually quite easy because I had already played the songs on guitar, so I already kind of knew them in and out. Got it. Plus, like, even in Felicia, before I was in that band, I was in other bands that I played shows with them on different occasions, so... Mm -hmm. So you're pretty much a genius, is what you're telling me. <laughs> oh, I remember the name. It's called wow. Public Works. <laughs> the venue that I kept I saying, I don't remember the name. <laughs> I was like, it's going to kill me. But, but even, um, even like in this band, you know, like Macker's on the drums, but, you know, he, he came up with a guitar riff the other day that we really liked. And so, you know, there's no, there's no set rules to like, you play this, so only play this. So if... If someone is like multi-talented and they want to play something else for a second, that's that's fine. <laughs> I think there was actually one show where I was on guitar. Yeah, he had one show on guitar. We played with TSOL, so we had to switch it up. And that happens sometimes, you know. Someone calls in, they can't make it, and then we people switch instruments and we we make it work. That's that's. I he stays on drums. <laughs> Are you monetizable? I don't know if that's a word. Monetization. Yeah, it's yeah. a word. <laughs> but that's great. I mean, you know, you can fill in, you know, whenever necessary, pretty much. That's what it sounds like. Well, uh, where did you get your sheriff star? Uh, it says licensed junk collector on it. <laughs> so I, I think I found it at a thrift store or something actually. Oh and, gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean most of my stuff comes from thrift stores. I just tear it up and make it into something, you know. Yeah. Or you can get it I from know. the gap on sale that's already ripped. Oh yeah. But I don't know. It's more fun to rip it yourself though. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I didn't know I was kidding. Okay. <laughs> She's only thrifting yesterday and I caught this shirt. Nice. Yeah, We're at I was at one of the shops in Fresno, actually. Me and my friend, we went for a few places to look at some stuff yesterday, and I kind of got lucky when I found this. <laughs> it's that zebra print. It's so... You think most people, like, I think for women, too, it's like the cheetah print. Yeah. The tigress print. <laughs> Just speak, just don't call it the cougar print. Cougar print, there you go. Then you got, then you got problems, you know. So. You might. But, you know. Well, depending on who you're talking to, you That's either may true. or may not. That's true. Yeah. I definitely won't. But yeah, we. Um, I do want to mention uh, another band that we're we got shows coming up with mm -hmm. as of a few days ago, and they reached out to us, and there's some good friends of ours 
from the original Nardcore scene. They call it Stalag 13. Mm-hmm. And they actually have a brand new record that we just picked up. We just got it in the mail right before we left the house. And uh, Stalag are good friends. And big shout out to them. They just invited us to go play in TJ in Mexico oh. in August. So we're looking oh, at exciting. doing a show in Tijuana and one in San Diego. So we want to give a special shout out to everybody over from the Nardcore scene over there. That's and, awesome. Uh, Oxnard. Oxnard. Area. Yeah. I remember driving through there. And Vin- yeah. I know you said Ventura earlier, and I was like, Hello to my friends who are out there still. So Drake, nice. I know you're not there right now, but I'm going to see you soon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you soon, man. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. it's like I guess I could have done more, more road trips during the pandemic, but that didn't really happen. But that's okay. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Wait, say it again? It's like, that's the weird thing. It kept me traveling. I mean, I was in Fresno when it started, and then from there yeah. I was in Visalia, then Los Angeles for a very short while, yeah. and then back there again. So Yeah, I heard in L.A., because uh, of my career or whatever, I was looking at the unemployment, and it's like 5 million people are unemployed in Los Angeles compared to the rest of the state. Oh, it's yeah, it's crazy. pretty bad. It's crazy. Is it, is it, uh, the last time you were there, is it opening up more like it is here or? Oh yeah, it's been places opening and then <laughs> we had just actually did a show down there at Anaheim. Uh, oh wow. Actually, yeah, at the Doll Hut. And that was actually before I went back to Fresno. Oh, interesting. That, that, that show was live, let me tell you. I mean, people were, we had people jumping off the stage. We had, <laughs> you know, it was like. It was probably one of the funnest shows we've done in a really long time, and it felt good to have a sense of normalcy at a punk show again because it had been like a while since we have seen that type of action. So yeah. for us to go play a show and have people like crowd surfing, jumping off the stage, jumping in the circle pit and not getting out, it was like it just felt really good to look mm-hmm. out there and have that kind of crowd participation. That was one of my favorite parts so. was getting right back into the circle pit. I <laughs> missed that. Yeah, and we actually filmed a live music video that night, yeah. so there's going to be a video coming out with all those people jumping off the stage pretty soon. Nice. So we actually did a contest on who could actually soar the best, like kind of a Nacho Libre type. Oh, gosh. Type of, a soar. So we wanted to see who could do it just right. And, who can fly? And we gave out free records for who could you know, fly the best into the crowd and stuff like that it was really we did a lot of things we gave away a lot of stuff that night just for fun because we hadn't played a show for so long yeah and so we're like you know what we normally give away one record a night and we're playing like you know two to three hundred shows a year and now we got to play one show in like a whole year so we're gonna give away tons of stuff like every single song we were giving away shirts and stickers and posters and do you feel like in a way it made it more special it did it did yeah, yeah, and then the energy from the crowd, and then not just that, but like from all the bands, like it was, it was perpetual, it was endless. There was like no limits to anything really that night. And shout yeah. out to Taco Punks because they made some really good tacos oh, taco that night, punks. and we were we were in line for tacos quite a bit. Oh, I have to check them out. And they're are they based in SoCal? Yeah, in LA. Yeah, Taco Punks. Okay, I'll have to check them yeah. out. <sighs> we, we have a saying in this band it's, yeah. it's, uh, uh, it's like you live by the taco you die by the taco <laughs> so that's a very good motto yeah i have to agree with it <laughs> and then april 20th fell on taco tuesday this year i was just like oh yes <laughs> 
And we also have another saying that has to do with Infirmities music, because as you notice, the songs are really short. And our Infirmities band motto is, you miss two minutes, you miss two songs. Right? So. I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That's you what know. the intermission's for. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was always that girl that would be like, I'm just going to wait because I don't want to miss the music. But then, you, you know, could I'm miss a lot going to the bathroom during the infirmity set. You might I miss know. like half the set. I know. In like 10 minutes. We go through like 15 or 20 songs in 10 minutes. So you, you, you'd miss quite a bit. Yeah, and, and then that thing and where... It all depends on where you're at because not everyone uses the bathroom to use the bathroom. <laughs> That's true. Or you could just be waiting in line for the bathroom and then miss the oh whole God. set. Yeah. Or catch Talk about issues. <laughs> Jesus, what is wrong with women? <laughs> just get in and get out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a thing. But some men are nice and they don't care. They're just like, sure, go sure. ahead. You know, yeah. or gender yeah. gender neutral. Sure. That's the that's new thing. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah, and at any other show I'd be at, unless it was a one last caress show. Because then if I was waiting for the bathroom, then I was waiting to put on my eyeliner and put on my makeup so I could do my pale face. Yeah. Love it. We're a bunch of ghouls on stage, so it was oh not God. only just the music. We were also heavy into theater, so for us oh, it was yeah. also the theatrics and everything. The image went along with the music that we played. Let me know when you do that um, in the Bay Area. I know I would attend, and I know some other people that would be interested in attending, so... I want to give another shout out to some friends in Riverside who might be tuning in. So shout out to Dulos and Badass <laughs> from uh, Riverside Inland Empire area. Boop, boop. If you're listening. Yes. Super, super dope. Do you play shows there That's pretty often? The place that I went before yeah. coming back. Yeah. Yeah, we play out there. Inland. So you guys do a lot of driving, it sounds like. Driving is kind of comes with the territory, yeah. Yeah. You gotta kind of be willing to go the distance, you know. It's like um, if you don't, you you know, you can miss out on a lot of shows or opportunities, you know. It's true. Even if it means you're going to the desert for the weekend, or you're, you're going, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're going to yeah. Arizona this weekend. Oh boy, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it's gonna be really <laughs> hot, guys. You ready? Pack the ice chest, you know. But I mean, it's. You go wherever the shows are. It doesn't mm -hmm. really matter where they are. I mean, in Arizona, depending on what time so you go, it can be very, don't, very hard. Just barely starting to warm. Don't go in the summer. We've like been to Texas too, and Texas yeah. can be. We, spring either. Yeah, like that's uh, Texas yeah. is really warm, <laughs> really hot. We were in Austin, Texas, with total chaos back in twenty. Yeah. I love Austin. Uh, back in twenty thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Like literally, I was there yeah. for. A work trip and we went to the bars on is it 6th street yeah and uh i don't know i remember it was like the first or second full day we were there we went to change we came back out and it was uh it was september and we just started sweating the moment we left the uh, yeah. apartment we were like that's what's up in yeah. austin we're just that's how it is <laughs> austin austin used to have this thing called punk rock picnic and it would be like 30 or 40 bands and we went and played that one year and there was a thunderstorm on the way to the festival so on literally when we were about 10 minutes from the festival we we're seeing a bunch of thunder 
like slamming the concrete like it's gonna hit the van and then we talked to total chaos on the freeway and they're like yeah we almost just got caught up in a tornado about an hour ago so by the time we got to the festival it was pouring rain it was a thunderstorm and all the bands were like running off the stage so they wouldn't get electrocuted so they moved all the bands downtown to austin in this club and we moved indoors with total chaos and a bunch of other bands and so that was an interesting time to drive that far and then see that much thunder. Yeah. So. Weather. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Texas, Arizona. Have you guys been to Florida or Georgia? Uh, I've imagine. been there, but not with the band. I've been there before, but Kansas has performed over there. tornadoes, right? Yeah. Kansas. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Georgia has been... I don't know if Georgia has intense weather. Well, at this point for me, I'd say it's been about three decades, so I oh, wouldn't wow. know at I this point. I think I know it's why you brought up now. Florida, though, because the, the the weather's so tropical and weird. Tropical, yeah. You could have a sunny day, and you're walking around, everything's nice, and then all of a sudden it's pouring rain, and there's thunder, like within seconds. Yeah, like a and monsoon. I, yeah, I've seen people run out of water parks. Like on a really hot day in Florida, and then the thunder starts coming down, they're all running out, you know? <laughs> it's like an instant change in climate uh-huh. with no warning. You'd probably catch me still there. That's how Florida leaving. is. Yeah. It sounds insane. I was in Orlando, it was like that. Nuts. So. Have you guys ever cool. been to Louisiana? That we have not. I haven't either. That's like a top five right We're now. We're working on Salt Lake City right now, so oh. shout out to. Uh, the SLC punk scene. I'm talking. I'm working on a festival over there uh, with uh, two guys that had me on their radio show recently, mm-hmm. and uh, they're putting together a big punk fest out there. So oh, we're probably cool. going to be there before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We'll be hitting Salt Lake City for the I first time. I liked Salt Lake. My grandmother lived out there for a period of time, and uh, now it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to see any shows, but I went to an, an art gallery because that's where yeah. she wanted to go grandmother so yeah i got yeah. some friends they live out in uh, austin they're actually in a band sonic ammunition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right on there's some good music happening there and yeah, uh, Port- cool portland oregon's another thing coming up on the map yeah so we're trying to hit some territory we haven't hit before the east coast is another mission for us we're eventually yes. gonna tour the east coast because we they keep asking for us to go to the east coast so i think we're finally gonna make that happen too the east so. coast would be amazing i've been to new york new jersey been to baltimore for a couple hours that was really cool i wanted to see uh there's like an edgar Allan poe museum there i didn't get to go to that but <laughs> well that captures my cool. interest yeah <laughs> Yeah, All you gotta say out. is Poe, and now, now, yeah. now, now we're interested. The Raven. I, I heard Harvey say yeah and Shadow at the same time, so that, that was. <laughs> He's one the of the right greats. Um, yeah. Phil- Philadelphia is like right next to. I learned this from driving there. Philadelphia is like literally right off the freeway when you're driving from New York to New Jersey, and I was like, it's right there. I could just turn and I'll be in Philadelphia. Good old Philly. Good old Philly. Shout out to HR. He lives in Philadelphia. Woohoo! And a uh, good friend of mine, and we toured with HR from Bad Brains, and he oh, calls yeah. me every year on my birthday, so it's kind of nice getting my phone call from HR. It's real special, and shout out to him and Lori, his wife Lori. Did you guys ever play at Riot Fest? I saw them at Riot Fest, actually. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. The Bad Brains show? Yep. 
No, we good. haven't done Riot Fest yet. That's one I'm talking to. I'm also talking to Aftershock. I'm talking to a lot of Aftershock. festivals right now. There's so. some of them are going to be announcing. I heard next week like Lollapalooza. Yeah. Uh, the one here in Napa, Bottle Rock. Yeah. Every, never... Almost every major festival is. It's like they they were just itching to be able to come back. You know. Yeah. Back where I live in Salinas, right on the outskirts, we have Monterey, California. And I've so, been to the fairgrounds. Yeah. So the fairgrounds is about to have. Uh, their uh, California Roots Festival. Mm-hmm. So this year, though, I think Ice Cube will be there, Cypress Hill. Oh, that would be um, sick. A bunch sick. of reggae bands, but also a mixture of uh, Snoop Doggy Dogg will be in the house. So. Yes. So that's in my backyard where I live. People don't know this. Maybe they do if they're music fans, but the yeah. Monterey Pop Festival. Oh, yeah. Monterey. That happened yeah. there. That happened there, yeah. That's pretty amazing. No, but I, I remember going. And I got to see. Unfortunately, I missed it. I know, right? Come on, parents. What's going on? Uh, yeah. yeah, I got to see Beck for the first time. Oh, nice. Uh, I think Fantagram when they were just In Monterey. kind of coming up. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else did I see? Some of the Best Coast. Okay. You know, yeah, Planet Gemini in Monterey used to be a thing, and uh, we used to play there, and a bunch of other clubs that were around at one point. Mm-hmm. You know? It wasn't too bad of a drive either, from what I remember. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know. Just making it happen, but they haven't they haven't done a festival there in a while, right? It's it's been a minute. There there's other stuff that happens like the Monterey County Fair. That's right. And they have like oldie bands and R&B bands. My father's in a band that plays the fair every year. They're called Chicano All Stars, mm-hmm. and they do like uh, Santana type uh, yes. Latin soul music. Mm-hmm. And so he's got an eight piece band and. They do that kind of circuit, car shows and fairs and stuff like that. So they'll be doing a show with Los Lobos at the Fox Theater yes. this year. Los and that Lobos. date hasn't been announced, but now you guys know Los Lobos are coming to Salinas. Woo-hoo. And that's going to be in the next few months yeah. at and the th- Fox Theater. And so. they're going to be here, too, I think, like in Oakland or something. Yeah, so. there we go. So there will be a lot to do, guys and yeah, girls. Time to get off the couch now. We can I know, right? Get away from that refrigerator. You, you guys are making me... TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though I'm stuck in my one-room apartment, I still do my pacing, my like, back and forth, you know? Got to get the steps in. Same here. It actually kind of makes me still feel like I'm walking to and from work, depending on how far I go and walk for. <laughs> talk about the good Maca would like to give a special shout out to food he, he really likes food and and the yeah. reason he has the name macker you can kind of guess that you know <laughs> he, he grew up loving big macs and so big macs. you know macker just came naturally and he really does love food so remember when they had the two for one <sighs> yeah god that was bad but that was my childhood anyway <laughs> just a little piece of food info there well it was great having you guys um what else thank you thanks for thanks for breaking your cherry at mutiny oh you know what um i i saw i don't know what post i saw about this radio show and i i just you know i I wrote to you right away because i'm like you know that sounds really cool i mean we we play in the city but we've never done a radio thing like this so Thanks a lot for having us. We'll definitely be back. You know, anytime we're in the area, I'll let you know in advance. And yeah, we can, let's we do can it. Pass through. You know what I mean? Yeah, you guys got me a little bit more comfortable with that. There's, I think I might have talked to you about it. There was some people who want to do like 
a certain setup here, but then they're not familiar and you guys were super low key and 